Well, I'm on the waiting side. Yes, I'm on the waiting side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is Monday, February the 8th, and thank you for tuning in to our Winning Side daily broadcast. I hope you're having a good day. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm still rejoicing in a great day we had yesterday. Uh, uh, First of all, I'm thankful we didn't have to cancel church because of snow or ice. We had a lot of rain and it was cold. Uh, We had a great drive-in service. We had a great Sunday school hour and then a great uh, morning service and then the evening service last night with the Bontrager family. We had a good time there and uh, what a blessing it was yesterday to be in the house of God. And uh, if I didn't get to see you yesterday, I hope you were able to watch the services or listen in or I hope you were able to be at your church or tune into your church for services. But uh, let's not get out of the habit of Sunday being the Lord's day and let's make sure we worship him and uh, we uh, get involved with church and let your pastor know that you were watching or let your pastor know you're listening. If you go to another church, uh, be sure you send your tithe in. That's a good thing to do. We still give even during a pandemic. And uh, we had a great day. Let us know today. Let us know that you're uh, listening. You can call us 252-308-4600. Call us, text us, or if you're watching on Facebook, you can comment there and uh, let us know uh, that you're watching. You can share the video, like the video, and uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate all the encouraging messages that come in, and Brother Caleb always reads those to me, and that's a blessing. It's good to know somebody's listening, and then it's good to know that somebody's being blessed. And then it's good to know that uh, somebody's praying for us and somebody is uh, thankful for the broadcast. And we appreciate your encouragement. A reminder for those of you listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, if you ever miss it at the noon hour, uh, we also we, we replay the broadcast at six o'clock in the evening. So just keep that in mind. We don't have any birthdays or anniversaries today, but we had quite a few yesterday. And so I always try to mention the Sunday birthdays Yesterday, uh, happy birthday, Megan Arrington, Loretta Clark, Carrie Hall, and Evelyn Walker. Hope you had a wonderful day. And then happy anniversary to Mason and Lauren Price. And God bless you folks. And I hope it was a wonderful day yesterday. And uh, we're looking forward to a great, great week. I want to thank our church uh, for recognizing Joanna and me. Yesterday marked seven years since we've been at Victory Baptist Church, and it's been a wonderful seven years. God has been good to us and uh, our church family. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for being a blessing to us. I also want to let you know, I'm going to be talking about it every day this week. I want to let you know that Sunday is coming up, February 14th. It's Valentine's Day, but it is also I Love My Church Sunday. And we're doing it a little bit different this year. Normally we have kind of some little handouts, bookmarks and stickers and magnets and things. We're doing a little bit different this year because a lot of folks will be watching and listening. We'd like for you to send in um, a text message, an email, uh, write a note, put it in the mail, 
send it to us. We'd like to get them all by Friday, but we'd like to know why you love your church. Tell us something you love about your church. Maybe you say, I love uh, the singing. I love my Sunday school class. I love the choir. I love uh, the children's ministries, whatever it is. And uh, we want to hear from you. doesn't have to be a long a lengthy uh, paragraph or a long, lengthy text, but just something uh, just simple. I, I'm thankful for, I love my church because of, and you fill in the blank. But we'd love to hear from you, and we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Let's get a song played. I was telling Brother Caleb, but we haven't played Brother uh, Alvin Martinez uh, recently, and uh, probably one of my favorite singers. I love Brother Alvin. Here is a song that he and his daughter, Brooke, uh, they recorded, and the song is, I need you more today than I needed you yesterday. And that is so true. We need the Lord more today than ever before. You listen as they sing, and we'll come back with the Bible study. There are decisions I can't make on my that. 
uh, Brother Alvin Martinez and his daughter Brooke, and of course, uh, Brother Alvin's wife uh, Teresa, they were with us. Oh, I guess now it's been about almost two years ago, and we need to get them back. And um, the only thing, and now I don't mean to be critical of our, our singers, especially on the radio. Um, I, it's, I'll, I'll ask for forgiveness later, but you know, the only thing about Brother Alvin that if I'm, if I'm going to have to criticize him about is I just wish that he, I wish he would be happy when he was singing. You know, he's just so depressed and uh, he never smiles or, and actually if you've ever seen that man sing, you know, that's not true. You know, I'm kidding. He is such a happy guy. I was telling Brother Caleb, I could listen to Alvin Martinez sing all day and I think I could watch him sing all day because he has the joy of the Lord. And what a, what a beautiful voice. And Brooke as well. Uh, but we've got to get Brother Alvin Martinez back here to Victory Baptist Church. And uh, one of my favorites was uh, when he was, the first time he was here, when he was picking on Miss Phyllis Pear. Oh, that was awesome. And he was giving her a hard time and she was playing for him, did a great job. But uh, Brother Alvin Martinez, he is a nut. He is from, uh, from the Philippines, but he's been out in Santa Clara for many years. We went to college together and we served together in ministry many years. But he came to Roanoke Rapids, I guess the first time he came here, was I think six years ago, and uh, Brother Bobby Robertson was preaching um, on Monday, Tuesday, and Brother Alvin uh, sang that Monday, Tuesday. And Brother Alvin, I wish you could have heard, some of you did, I wish you could have heard him try to uh, imitate a Southern accent. It was hilarious. I wish we, we may have that on video somewhere. We need to find that. But uh, he is a mess. But what a good song. And you know, as they were singing that song, I need you more today. First of all, I hope we realize we do need God more today than we've ever needed him. And I don't just say that because of a pandemic. I don't just say that because of politics, but, but I say that because every one of us with the burdens and the trials that we go through just in life, there are trials in life, but with those burdens, uh, we make a mess of things when we try to deal with them ourselves. But I tell you, when we've got God helping us and leading us and guiding us, it's amazing how God has the ability to take our mess and turn it into something good. And uh, we need him more. So you say, well, that's a good thought. I need him more. So what do we do about that? Well, one is we get in his word and we get wisdom from the Bible and we get direction. Another thing we do is we get in prayer and we spend time with God and we ask him. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, it shall be given unto him. Uh, ask God, spend time today in prayer, asking God for wisdom and tell him, say, God, I need you today and I can't make it through life. I can't make it through the day without you. And uh, what a blessing that song was. I wasn't planning to preach about the song, but I'm glad I said that. I want to continue in Daniel chapter one. We're going through uh, the book of Daniel, the life of Daniel. And there was a man who was on the winning side. He may have been in Babylon, but that didn't stop him from living for God and making a difference. I like this. Someone said this years ago. I think I heard it in Bible college, but Babylon tried to change Daniel, but Babylon did not change Daniel. Daniel changed Babylon. Uh, the world did not influence Daniel, but Daniel influenced and impacted the world. And praise God for this testimony of Daniel. Here we see in Daniel chapter one and verse number four, we see uh, these were children in whom was no blemish. They were well-favored, skillful in all wisdom, cunning in knowledge, 
understanding science. They had the ability in them to stand in the king's palace. We talked about that Friday. And then it says this, and whom they might teach the learning of uh, and the tongue, the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Here's what I want to talk to you about today. You know, the Babylonians knew that if they were going to bring these captives, these were talented young men, uh, these were uh, smart young men, these were good-looking, uh, good personality, these were hard-working guys. They brought these guys and they said, if we're going to influence them, we have to change the way they think. And I want to tell you, the world is trying to change the way that you think. The world is trying to change the way I think. Satan knows that it is a battle for the mind. If he can control your mind, if he can control your thoughts, then the battle has already been won for Satan and the battle's already been lost for ourselves. You see, Nebuchadnezzar was a heathen king and he was a, Babylon was a wicked place. And he tried to change three things about these Hebrew young men. One, he tried to change their diet. You say, well, actually, that's not a bad idea. I kind of need to change my diet. Those chocolate chip cookies and those potato chips and those hamburgers and fries and milkshakes, they're not doing very good. Well, I'm not just talking about that. He tried to change their diet. And as we'll see in Daniel chapter one, he wanted to change their diet from eating what God had commanded, their dietary laws that the Jews were under. He wanted to change that into things that were forbidden by God. And so it was not just a matter of you can have a, a piece of pizza or you can have a taco. It wasn't that. This was uh, trying to change the way that they thought and trying to lead them away from what God had already told them. Nebuchadnezzar tried to change their diet. He tried to change their education. He tried to change the way that they thought, their learning, their understanding. He wanted to brainwash them with the heathen ways as opposed to the ways of God. The third thing that Nebuchadnezzar tried to do is he tried to change their names. You see in this passage, we see down in verse number seven that there was Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And he gave each of those four young men, he gave them Babylonian names. Now we refer to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego by their Babylonian names because of the fiery furnace and that story. But these young men, Nebuchadnezzar gave them a name. We'll look at that in the next day or two. But the names, it wasn't just, ah, I think I'll start calling you uh, John instead of Bill. Oh no, there was a method to this. Those names that they had, uh, their Hebrew names were names that glorified God. Their Babylonian names were names that worshiped and praised the Babylonian gods. You see, there was a battle for the mind. The enemy, Satan, wants to change the way that you think. Satan wants you to question God. As a matter of fact, Satan wants you to question this book. Satan wants you to think, well, you know, yeah, the Bible, it's got some good things, but you know, there's a lot of mistakes and a lot of blah, blah, blah. I want to tell you, this book right here, it's the Word of God. It is inspired. It is inerrant. It is infallible. It is the preserved Word of God. And friend, I want to tell you, it's not just the words of man, but it is the Word of God. I hope that we'll allow the Word of God to control our mind. Uh, he tried to control their thinking. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The, the more that you allow the world to infiltrate your mind and the more you allow uh, articles that you read, 
songs that you listen to, uh, shows or news programs that you watch on television, uh, ads that you see, uh, magazines, billboards, uh, uh, whatever, television, computer, iPad, whatever it is, cell phone, whatever it is that you allow into your mind through your eyes and through your ears, that will control the way that you think and the way that you think will determine the way that you live. So what's the answer? Philippians 4, Paul said this, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. You have to control and I have to control what we allow our mind to dwell upon. That's why it's important that we fill our minds with things that are good and things that are right and things that are holy. That's why at the workplace, I know you can't control who you work beside, but you can control what you allow to fill and occupy your mind. And that's why Christians uh, shouldn't be hanging around uh, people that are cussing and swearing and cursing God and talking filthy because that is going to have an effect on you. That's why the music you listen to matters. That's why you don't want to have uh, uh, the music that, that promotes and glorifies immorality and that glorifies drinking and glorifies sin. You don't want that music uh, coming into your mind because eventually that is going to affect how you think. You see, that's why we uh, get in the Word of God. That's why we allow Bible reading and, and teaching and preaching and Christian music. We allow that in because if we don't, our mind will be controlled, not by the Holy Spirit like it should be, but our mind will be controlled by the flesh and Satan will have control of our thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10, the Bible says, we are to cast down uh, every imagination and we are to bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We must have control over our mind and what we allow to come into our mind. Proverbs 6, 18, the Bible says of the six things that God hates and seven are an abomination. One of those is an heart that deviseth wicked imaginations. I'll tell you, there is a battle for our mind. I want to encourage you, Christian, today. You're not going to live on the winning side and you're not going to have victory in Jesus if you do not control and if you do not put a filter on what comes in your mind through your eyes and through your ears. I want to challenge you today. Don't let Nebuchadnezzar, don't let the ways of this world, don't let the heathen, don't let the ungodly brainwash you into thinking that God doesn't know and the Bible doesn't matter and you can live however you want. Let the Word of God and let the Holy Spirit of God control you. Let it guide you. And can I tell you, as you bring your thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Christ, you will experience victory and I will experience life on the winning side. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. 
If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.